Hey, Dad, guess what? What? There's a boy in my class called Michael. Said his parents named him after Michael Jordan because he could jump so high. That's plumb wild, ain't it? Well, what'd they do? Just call him baby till he's old enough to jump? going on everybody welcome to our recap episode of season four overall episode number 52 52 of beer in a movie with the we side boys we're your host fantastic as always i'm ticky the dominator and i'm danny holy shit brother season four comes to an end holy shit i fucking i very much enjoyed it yeah. this is to me the funnest episodes we had reviewing in my mm, opinion yeah. i don't know what you can say about it yeah you know i really enjoyed this one i remember going in or at the end of season three i was kind of depressed about trying to find a new song oh, so i yeah. feel like this one kind of was one of our best ones in my personal uh, opinion yeah yeah, this is my favorite one bro yeah there are times because like i know when you send me the like the final uh-huh before you cue it up and shit yep i li- i remember when you because you don't really tell me how it's gonna sound yeah and i remember the first episode where like all right dude it's queued up all right have a listen because i'm basically the last line of defense when it comes to Oh, uh-huh. yeah, and then, like, if there's, like, a mess, I'll be like, oh, bro, go back to, like, time, 30-minute, yep. you know? But, dude, I remember the first time I heard the theme song, and I'm like, dude, this shit is dope. And it even got stuck in my head at work <laughs> when I heard it, dude. So, masterful job, as always, brother. Yeah. All right? But we're going to get into our season four recap. So, we're going to get to all the movies that we reviewed. We have some background stories. Uh, we also, we have a grip of shout outs and all that. And then we're mm. going to give you a little bit of an insight of what we're looking f- uh, to look forward to in season five. Yeah. And we're going to give away, uh, we're going to announce not one, but two giveaways, man. We're going to switch it up a bit because we did Wayne's World, brother, and I'm feeling a little saucy. <laughs> right. So we're going to not, we're going to name not one, but two winners for our giveaway. Right. But that does not start without opening up some beers, brother. Let them know what we're drinking tonight, brother. Let them know. So for the recap, I, Picks Fall Brewings Plenty for All California's Pilsner. And that was from the episode of Miracle and Cell Number Seven. So mm-hmm. shout out to my dear friend Liz Biasa. It is Liz. Love you, Liz. We'll give into the more other shout outs when we get there to your episode. Mm-hmm. And I am drinking Carta Blanca. No Caguamito right there. <laughs> and here, I'd like to give a little shout out right here because this is the crazy. Let me open it up first, actually. Fucking A. Cheers. Mm. I love this fucking beer. I gave it a five. All right. <laughs> the thing about this. Oh, yeah. That's fucking bomb. So here's the thing. All right. So the episode came out, right? And uh, they don't. Obviously, they have to wait a whole week until I uh, I announce or I post it on Instagram. And then they have like a whole week to watch the movie. And then yeah. we, they get into the review. Right. Yep. So obviously, they don't know. They don't know anything about the 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 episode. So when I posted on Instagram and they saw that we were drinking Carta Blanca for the episode, my friend, uh, shout out to the good brother Roach, a.k.a. Hussein. If you've been listening to us for a while, he uh, he looks like Hussein for the Bloodsport episode. So oh. shout out to you, brother. Love you. 
Mm-hmm. A little bounce up right there. So he hits me up and he says, hey, dudes, uh, I went to TJ and I bought you guys some Carta Blanca so you guys can show or so you guys can drink it for your podcast. And I said, man, thank you so fucking much. The thing is, dude, on that episode, we bring we'll get into it in a little bit. But we bring up how um, the Carta Blanca in in Mexico, any part of Mexico is way better than it is here. Yet he never heard the episode. So it's a massive coincidence, bro. Huh. Yeah. And then he gave us from TJ. And yes, I could tell off the bat, this tastes much different than it does here. I'll have so, to try it. Thank you, Roach. I love you, brother. You already know that. Bombs up right here for you. Cheers. Thank you for always being a listener. And for, uh, it was nice seeing you and the family once again, shortly, briefly. It was a cold fucking night day. I saw you, brother. But you know me. I only wore shorts. All right. Right, brother? You know me, right? Hey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm always wearing shorts, never pants, unless Except I have to go to work. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, yeah. I don't like pants. <laughs> I like shorts. Yeah. All right. Unless I'm wearing a nice suit or something like that. Yeah. Know, for an occasion and shit like that. Makes sense. But yeah, brother, let's get right into it. Yeah, shall we? Let's do it, dude. Let's do it, brother. And the first episode, I got a little segue right here, man. Is uh, This is a bit of a little story right here. Is that I got a message on Twitter from a listener. And I don't along the line for verbatim and shit. I don't know, but it it this is what it, I've never met this person. Keep in mind, right? Because I think this person was from Canada, right? The person says, "Hey, stumbled upon your podcast. Love your guys' reviews. Can you guys do an episode that doesn't involve rape? Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> and of course, on um, we do kids. The first episode <laughs> of season four. Yep. Kids, if I had re- we had already recorded the kids episode, it was ready to go, brother. Mm-hmm. So when I read this, I was like, Oh, shit. hmm. hmm. So sorry, apologies to the person out on Twitter. I believe her name is Candy. Mm. Thank you for being a listener. <laughs> uh, yes, we did kids, brother. And off the bat, just want to give a massive, massive shout out to the good brother Bullet Club. Bottoms up, brother. Here's a cheers to you. Cheers, mm-hmm. the good brother David Flaherty, man. Kids was an episode or a, a movie that I always wanted to review because I remember watching it as a kid, man. And I just thought that the perspective of watching it as uh, a person in my mid-30s now would just be wild as fuck. And it truly was, man. It was definitely an eye-opening experience. Uh, the thing, the reason is that we wanted Bullet Club on this because, man, Bullet Club helped us out so much in getting new listeners. Uh, when the Three Ninjas episode came out, he told a bunch of his friends. They checked out the episode. We fucking boomed over a thousand. Our first one thousand, and it's in large part to the Good Brother Bullet Club, man. Yep. Right. So yeah, man, kids, man, and then uh, the uh, I, I, he's not gonna give a fuck, but I'm just gonna say this. Mm-hmm. All right. The day I remember the day, man, we're doing the kids episode. Uh, I picked up Bullet Club from his house, and he tells me he goes he goes hey brother like. I'm fucking nervous, man. And I'm like, it's okay, brother. Like when, right, brother? Because when we started, yeah, we were nervous as shit, dude. Yeah. We didn't sound really confident. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you did. I didn't, bro. Uh, I, I don't give a fuck. You know, like, yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> funny because I'm a pretty nervous person in general. But, yeah. but yeah, dude, he told me, he's like, he's like, oh, I'm nervous, man. I'm, he's like, I was like, no, brother, you'll be fine. Like, uh, like I have notes and then chime in whenever you can, you know, something like that, you know? And then I remember... Because you and I, we were trying to get, uh, what was that fucking beer we were trying to get, dude? That, that uh, Old English, 800. Old English, thank you, brother. And then we couldn't fucking find it, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to, like, three liquor stores, 
Couldn't yeah. fucking find it. Rest in peace, Old English 800 and Colt 45. Fuck, right, If they dude? still exist, let us know. Right? <laughs> Man. So I said, fuck it, brother. They got Heineken in the in the beer. So let me uh-huh. just get a pack of Heineken, you know? Heineken? <laughs> fuck that shit. Pass Blue Ribbon. <laughs> yeah. So Bullet Club and I, we go to uh, the Smart and Final right by your pad, bro. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right? We go there. And I grabbed the Heineken. He says, "He says that's what we're drinking." I'm, I'm like, "Yeah, dude, we got to like associate it with the movie." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Oh, I don't like Heineken." I go, "Well, fuck it, get whatever you want then." And but you, just make sure you drink one for the like during yeah, the yeah. discussion. Yeah. And so he grabs fucking three nine four <laughs> Alesmith because he used to work for them. Uh-huh. All right. So cheers to that right there. Bottoms up. Cheers. Mm-hmm. And so like the cool thing about that is that like. Behind the scenes, because like we didn't do no plot. Usually, right, brother? Like we mm-hmm. will do the plot points for the for the following. That way, all we got to do is uh, just discuss it, right? When we yeah. the day of the recording and shit. So, in this case, it didn't happen that way. It was our first episode, so we took a little break. So everything was like fresh. We started everything, mm-hmm. and Bullet Club was able to see everything, all the the behind the scenes stuff, all how. It all works and shit like that. Yeah, it was a little bit of a technical challenge, too, because we were struggling. Yeah. Or I was struggling with setting up, like, the third station. It had been a minute. Mm-hmm. At the last time we had a uh, a guest, it was a shout-out fucking 58,737 of the good brother of Nenhaba. We love <laughs> you, brother. Cheers to you. But, yeah, it had been a minute since we had a guest, man, because we mm. didn't have one for season three. Yeah. And we had Bullet Club. He saw all the behind-the-scenes stuff, and then he says, dude, I'm just going to start drinking. <laughs> and I said, I go, that's fine, brother. Just if it calms your nerves, you do that, right? And then, dude, we started recording, and I think it came out fucking great, dude. Yeah, we all got pretty fucked up, man. <laughs> we drank a lot that day, and we then we did. We got some uh, chili, tacos, chili rano tacos. Yeah, we did, man. I even posted <laughs> on Facebook. But, uh, and then, okay, this is this is how you know I'm fucked up. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Bullet Club tells us, all right, dude, we're, we're going to take you guys, I'm going to take you guys out, like, as a thank you, right? He took us out to get tacos mm-hmm. to the the Craft Taco and Beer Lounge. Yep. I think that's what it's called. It is. Place is bomb. It's got some unorthodox stuff. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Escondido, go to that place. It's 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 awesome. And I remember when we were there, bro, I remember Bullet Club is like, hey, I'm, I'm paying for everything, so uh, I'm going to get you something from the vegan section. I was like, fuck out of here, dog. I ain't, <laughs> ain't eating no fucking vegan shit right here. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, no, trust me. You're going to want this. And he gives us chilera, you know, tacos, bro. And when I tell you how fucking bomb they were, bro, we're at the point now that when you and I go there, the lady says the usual. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Shout out to Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cassandra. Ooh. That's behind that behind the scenes. Ooh, that's behind the scenes. That's <laughs> behind behind the scenes, man. Because Bullet Club tried to get her number, <laughs> and it didn't work because she's married. Well, Come on, you, brother. What you is look it? at you, the hand. You miss one hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Mm. Keep that in mind, people. Going some Wayne Gretzky knowledge there, brother. <laughs> Fucking, I love it, bro. But this is how you know I'm fucked up. Is that after we we ate those bomb ass tacos, we we came back to your pad, bro, and I smoked a weed. Oh man. man, yeah, I remember that. That and I shit you not, dude. That was only the fifth time in my life I smoked weed. Damn, that's some VH1 fifth. behind the music, fact bro. Right yeah, 
<laughs> so that's how you know I'm fucked up. You have me smoking weed. Mm, yeah. And it didn't do shit to me, dude. Mm-hmm. So Bullet Club's got some explaining to do. I'm the shady gayest, man. <laughs> On top of that, as a special as a special to that, dude, you even went out of your way and gave uh, Bullet Club some cigarettes, brother. Oh, yeah, the clove cigarettes, the ones yeah. that are specially imported from uh, God, where Indonesia. Is it? In- Indonesia, yep. And the reason I know is because you gave them to me so I can give them to him. Yeah. And when I read the box, dude, I was like, what the fuck, Indonesia, bro? Yeah. Man, that's some, that's some, like, if you don't mind me asking, like, like, did it cost super extra for that shit? Yeah, it costs about, (laughs) like, 30, almost 40 bucks just to get it shipped over here. But. But, yeah. I I don't, I don't smoke. It's a disgusting habit. Yeah, it is. But closed (laughs) cigarettes are, like, a guilty pleasure. I have, the last time I smoked closed cigarettes, I think it was, like, 2016, I did the same thing. Yeah. But uh, they were banned in the U.S. in, I think, 2009, like, after Obama took office. I think that was, like, <laughs> that was one of his yeah. first, uh, one of his first actions was banning, you know, flavored cigarettes like that. So, thanks, Obama. Wow, dude. <laughs> this is not a fucking podcast about politics, but my goodness. <laughs> Holy shit, man. But, yes, Kids was our first episode. It was a great experience, man. Fucking loved it. Shout out again to the Good Brother Bullet Club, man. Uh, only a select few get to be on beer in a movie with the Weeside Boys, and you are one of them, my friend. Cheers to you. Thank you so much for being a listener and getting all your homies involved so that we can get some listeners, brother. We appreciate mm. you so much. Hasta la pasta, brother. <laughs> Cheers. Mm-hmm. To our next movie, brother, it was your birthday pick, brother. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it took it took a minute for you to like yeah. decide on which one. It was pretty funny because I remember like three weeks up into it, you're like, so, brother, what are you going to pick? And I'd be like... You know, uh, let me think about it. And then, like, every week, so, brother, what are you going to pick? Yeah. Uh, let me think about it. And then, like, I remember I showed you my list of, like, yeah. 45 movies that I there was, like. There were 40 <laughs> films on there, bro. And the thing is, like, when I remember we recorded something, it might have been, like, no, it might have been something else. Because mm-hmm. we like to be, like, ahead of time, right? Yeah. So, I, I yeah, you're right. I did keep asking you, like, mm. all right, brother, like, it's time for me to start writing. Get the mm. clock moving on this episode, so I can we can start structuring it and shit like that. So tell me what you want. He's because like, you were like, oh yeah, I have a few. Mm-hmm. I I want to show you, and then I have a few forty. <laughs> yeah, and then you showed me. I was like, what the fuck is this, dog? I was like, there's like fucking eighty of them. Yeah, and there was like forty movies, dude. And then like, you want to tell on the first one you picked on? Yeah, the you want to tell the actual title? No, yeah, yeah, say it, fuck it, dude. Because I began writing for it. Um, I was gonna do Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> because you know, I like that movie. Yeah. I, I do like that movie, but uh, things didn't work out, and eventually I said, you know what, fuck that, let's do, and I picked Cool Hand Luke. Yeah. The thing about that is, I remember, bro, I remember you had to work on my shift. Yeah, so when I was that, working third around shift. Around that time, yeah, yeah you were I, working graveyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, that's morning, right? For you, it's night, it's hell, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I, but I remember, I remember we're, uh, we're taking a lunch break, and I remember I asked you, I was like, oh. Excuse me, Burpert, Weekly Burke. I said, brother, like I, I just started writing on Edge of Tomorrow, and then you were like, ah, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, well, also, I, you, I have some other ones. You told me that uh, you had started watching, but mm-hmm. you fell asleep. Yeah. So already, I was like, well, man, he's not really digging it. So fuck it. No, but it was your birthday pick, though. It's yeah, not, but I, I want, I want one that we're both gonna like. I don't want to pick, even if I loved it and you hated it, I wouldn't want to do it. So nah, come on now. I I was torn after that. I was like, all right, you know what? Because Cool Hand Luke and another one, The Hustler, mm-hmm. that's also a Paul Newman film, Black and White. Um, those were the two. That was like down to the wire. Which one? 
And I think The Hustler was a little too depressing. I like uh, Cool Hand Luke because it's a little bit more brighter. I like the characters. There's a lot more characters in that one that Mm -hmm. they're endearing. So I settled on that one. But those of you out there, if you want a good Paul Newman film, please check out The Hustler. It's a great, great film. I mean, it wouldn't have mattered, bro, because like for my birthday pick, we did Arrival, and you didn't really like that film. Yeah, but so it would not have mattered to me. I would have like because I was even like two paragraphs into the writing, uh-huh. and I even showed you. I was like, "Bro, like this is I got this," mm-hmm. and then you're like, "Fuck it, we're doing Cool Hand Luke." I'm like, "All right, tell me, I'm gonna," and I deleted it right in front of you, dude. Yeah. Everything I had written down yeah. on my phone, and I said, "All right, fuck it, we're doing Cool Hand Luke." Then, and dude, for me, like especially like Cool Hand Luke, because like I love films, man. I'm very passionate about it, so I don't mind going out of my way and watching the classics. Yep. And it's so it's so nice to when like, cause cause nowadays like the like there's so many films that are just uh, like like a better they're trash, bro. Like mm-hmm. they're fucking garbage. Like yeah. they're just like nowadays everything relies on explosions. And yeah. If it's horror, it's fucking jump scares and shit like yep. that. You go back to the classics, dude, and you appreciate writing, acting, fucking colorful characters dude and that's what like cool hand luke was so it was so refreshing to fucking go back and review a film like that dude yep man it was so fucking nice and a a fucking absolute superb pick brother Mm -hmm. and it was so nice to like take notes on it and just realize how fucking great like that even like back in the day like uh cinematographers were just on a whole nother fucking level yeah it was a lot harder back then too i'd imagine yeah man great episode brother cool hand luke was a fantastic what bottoms up brother cheers Mm-hmm. To get into the next episode, brother, is Prisoners. Yeah. That was our Thanksgiving one. And here's the thing. Yep. We won't say the film quite yet, but we had a different movie in mind for our Thanksgiving Oh, one. yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. Right? And I remember, bro, I remember I was working out. And when, when I work out, dude, I, um, I, I blast my music super loud when I work out in my room. Mm-hmm. Right? And the workout sessions are like, no joke, they're like almost two hours because yep. I, I, I take my time. I don't start another rep until like I'm like fully like recovered and shit. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll take up to two hours mm-hmm. when the workout is done, right? Okay. And in that time, when I like, what I like to do is I, I'll put on my music super loud on my Bluetooth speaker and then I'll put on a movie so that when I'm taking a break, I'll look at the movie mm-hmm. and I turned on prisoners, dude. Yeah. And one of the first things I, I saw was that that movie takes place in Thanksgiving. So I remember texting you, dude, while I'm working, I go, bro, I'm watching fucking Prisoners right now. Why don't we kind of like, we'll do the one we intended to do and we'll push it off a little later. Mm-hmm. And then we'll, let's do Prisoners first because Prisoners, like I've mentioned before on uh, this podcast many times, is that I had a, a failed YouTube channel and Prisoners was on that fucking list that I intended to do for that YouTube channel. So I figured let's go two birds with one stone right here. And also a little bit behind the scenes again is that Prisoners is the first one of the first films we watched for this podcast. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Way back a year ago. Season one. Yeah. We, we watched were... it. Yep. Yeah, it was, go for it, it was gonna be season one at some point, right? But it mm-hmm. just kept getting pushed back. Mm-hmm. So then finally at this point, this is when we were like, okay, let's let's get it in there. Yeah. So the thing about that too was that like even though, like, we wanted it for season one, I remember we watched the movie, right? Mm-hmm. And we were, we were like, fuck, dude, this is too complex for us to, like, start <laughs> it. And then when we recorded Prisoners, we had to, we had to keep going back and forth because I was like, dude, I fucked up. 
because this scene doesn't make sense. To, so we had to keep going, like yeah. rewinding, mm-hmm. and then adding shit in to the app, the recording. Yeah, because it's so complex that I was like, "Fuck, dude!" Like, if we had done this in season one, there's no fucking way we'd have done it justice. Yeah, because our first episode, even though it was, you know, the strange thing about the Johnsons, twenty minute, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like if we had done this in the first season, it would have been like. A 35-minute episode. So we would have really probably fucked it up, you know? Mm-hmm. So. We would have glossed over fucking so much, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah. So fucking much, man. But yeah, and then, dude, on top of that, we had a shitty beer to go with that one, right? Oh, the, it's a, the... the Lunar Harvest, right? So we didn't know what the hell to pick, but you said, let's get something <laughs> with pumpkin, right? So the first thing I see over at the Bebmo Seasonal is this Lunar Harvest. Like, well, that's it's a pumpkin ale, right? It, mm-hmm. How bad can it be, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, little did we know. Yeah, it tasted like dog shit. The fucking worst beer of the season, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I think the ratings support that. We both low, we ranked it the lowest. Oh, yeah? You, oh, you did too, huh? Mm-hmm. Yep. That beer fucking suck, bro. Mm-hmm. But the thing with me is that I'm not a fan of pumpkin pie, you know? Yeah. And I, I mentioned on the ep- on the on that fucking episode is that I rode my bike going to mm, work yep. one time and I had nothing in my stomach. So I was like, fuck it. I'm going to ride my bike to work eating a piece of pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. Going up hills and that shit is stupid as fuck. Yeah. And that ruined my whole experience of pumpkin Well, pie. I like pumpkin pie. I only eat it once a year, you know, during the season. <laughs> and then I'm good. But I drank this beer and I was like, oh, it tasted like pumpkin pie. But the aftertaste tasted like dog shit. It tasted it horrible. Yeah. So I was like, eh, I'll pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But Prisoners, brother, Prisoners is a movie, man, that is fucking criminally underrated, bro. I fucking love that movie, man. Uh, I wish more people went out of their way to check it out because that movie, Denny Villeneuve, I think, is going to be remembered for the movies like Dune did a lot of numbers from, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Blade Runner, 24-9. But in this time, like he had done Incendies. He had done Enemy. He had done Sicario. And then, like, and then in the middle of between those films, he did this one. And I think this one gets kind of lost in the shuffle. And it's a movie you can check out on Netflix. An amazing cast. Fuck, I cannot recommend this film enough. It is yeah. such a good fucking... I mean, it is lengthy. Yes. Right, bro? Because, like, for yes. you... Because, you know, for you, length is quite a... Is, like, a an attribute yeah. for you to, like, judge a film. Yeah, I like always that. say, fuck, that was a long movie. <laughs> yeah, dude. and i remember when we watched it together the first time you were like fuck dude like this shit ain't over yet yeah because I, I was drunk as shit the first time we saw it i remember that <laughs> but prisoners please please go out of your way to watch the film and then check out our review of it hopefully this makes you go out and fucking like listen to it as well it is a fantastic fucking movie please do yourself a favor and check out prisoners my goodness one of my favorite movies of the 2010s man let me get a brother, uh, a brother. Let me get a fucking uh, beer, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, yeah, just waltz in here, fucker. <laughs> Are you gonna leave that one in there, dude? It'd be cool if you did. Just so our li- listeners would know what it's like that it's not that simple to record shit around here. Yeah, I live next to an asshole with the loudest fucking motorcycle, loudest car, and he don't give a fuck. So yeah, there's plenty of times where we have to reshoot some stuff. Yeah, so it's not always fun. Dude, do you remember we when we did Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Mm-hmm. How many fucking times yep. we had to stop because of this piece of shit? Yep. If he was an obese motherfucker, he'd be tons of anarchy <laughs> with this fucking motorcycle, <laughs> that piece of shit. But anyways, brother, well, yeah, to the next episode, brother. And this was one of my favorite episodes of the season, bro. And that was Men at Work, Fuck brother. yeah, dude. So all of you out there, because we did get a few people that fucking told us about this shit. They said, 
man, why are you guys saying each other's names so fucking often in this fucking episode? Yep. And here's the reason why. Is that Danny and I have seen Men at Work many fucking times. Uh-huh. All right? And the one thing that I brought it to Danny's attention is that a certain person and I, an unnamed person, right, brother? <laughs> yeah. Is when we used to watch this movie, we used to have a drinking game. So we would always take a swig of our beers every time you'd hear Carl and James say each other's names. Yeah. So we thought it'd be a good idea that we would say each other's names throughout the fucking podcast. Mm. I know you guys fucking heard that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have a funny story about this, too. Um, yeah. Uh, a coworker, shout out to Diego Avila. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to you, Diego. I remember, I think it was, he decided to finally start listening to us. Yeah. It was after this episode posted. And he came up to me and said, hey, Danny, I really like your podcast. I like how you guys always say each other's names a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I I started dying. I was, I was like, hey, man, it's a bit like if you listen to the other ones, you'll you'll understand. Because, yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking good, man. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, he came up to me as well. <laughs> yeah. And he told me sim- something similar to that. Mm-hmm. And that was fucking awesome. And then, But then I ended up explaining to him, oh, the yeah. reason mm-hmm. we did that was because of that. But we didn't say shit on the episode because... We wanted to save it for the recap to explain yeah. why we fucking did yeah, it. Yeah, we try to do little bits sometimes. So Yeah. So if you guys went out of your... Go back and rewatch Men at Work. Uh-huh. Have a beer with you. If you don't want to get too fucked up, have a water. Fuck it. Have yeah. a Zima. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. All right? And take a swig of your drink every time James and Carl say each other's names. That one was fun to edit, too, because uh, you were cracking up pretty bad. Dude, yeah. <laughs> when when we were recording, you can see me fucking, like, yeah. like cupping my mouth so that I, I wouldn't, like, fucking laugh into the fucking mic and shit, dude. Gotcha, Th- There yeah. were There were times where I had to turn away and shit when you were mm-hmm. talking. Yeah. I should have left some of that in because there'd be times <laughs> where I'd be like, you know, Manny? And you'd hear, like the, like the fucking cat from that cartoon, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> It was almost like like in cartoons when like people like like whisper like, <laughs> right, and then it's a full on conversation and shit mm-hmm. like that. Oh man, bottoms up to that brother. Mm-hmm. Bottoms up, bottoms up, Danny. Cheers, Manny. <laughs> man, at work, man. Mm. To the next episode, we get to Big Trouble in Little China. Shout out to the good brother Brad Sakami, man. He, dude, Brad has helped us out tremendously in this podcast as far as like what beers to select. For an episode, we do not like giving out spoilers and shit to anybody. We we will not do that, right? But there's sometimes where like Brad has texted me saying, "Hey, what are you doing for the next episode?" And I'll end up telling him what what it is, and he's like, "Oh, well, if, we, if it's from this country, you got to do this fucking. Yeah. You got to do this beer. If you're doing it from here, you do this one." He's like so, the encyclopedia of beer knowledge, right? The Saris encyclopedia, <laughs> all that good shit, brother. For, and I remember when we met up with him at the American Legion, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told him because it for us it been you were there, brother. It was for me and him. It was like the first time we kicked it in like some twelve years. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. By the way, brother, Brad, if you're listening to this, what what the fuck are you doing, man? Because you have an age a goddamn bit. <laughs> you and Paul Rudd must be kicking it together. You haven't told anybody. Mm-hmm. That's what it is, man. All right. So shout out to you, brother. Say hello to Nolan and Mandy for me, please. Bottoms up. Sweet right here. Cheers. But I told him, I was like, hey, brother, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna give you a shout out on the podcast. And we're thinking of doing I think we we I intended up to having him for the ravenous episode. Uh-huh. And he was like, No, 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 not that one. Let's do like a like 
do something eighties yeah. and stuff like that. And I'm like, hey, dude, I were we're thinking about doing Big Trouble in Little China, and he's like, dude, yeah, give me a shout out on that one. And it was fucking awesome. We gave him that. He suggested for us to, to drink Sing Sao. Mm-hmm. Uh, fantastic beer. And after the podcast, you had it a second time, brother. New Year, right? Yeah. You went to the Chinese buffet? It was Christmas Day, right? Oh, was uh, it? Yeah, my mom and I were going to go to our cousins. But my mom had some vertigo issues, so she had to stay uh-huh. home. So last second, uh, we looked up and, you know, the Chinese place is open. So we go there and then... Uh, I see they have Singtao. I'm like, all right, give me a Singtao. She's like, small or large? Large. Right? <laughs> Hopefully, I was praying it wasn't coming out in a two-gallon jug like that one time. But Shout out to the good brother fucking then now with fucking <laughs> 58,747 when we saw Slard to prevail. Yep. That was that was quite a night. Fuck, dude. Uh, like, briefly talk about that because it's not a podcast about uh-huh. concerts and shit like that. But the day or the night we went there, we were at a venue in Riverside. Mm-hmm. And the line was so fucking long, I wrapped around the arena twice. Yeah. And we said, fuck this. We're not fucking, we're well, not going to, we're not going to be in this. First, we, uh, for, it, first of all, we went to a, we got some food, right? We drank a few beers, mm-hmm. not just but one, but a few. And then we go, okay, let's get in line now. It's, it's, it should be time, right? And then we go, we see the lines fucked. And then we're like, let's go get a beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we go to a place across the street from the venue. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. And we're waiting in line a minute, huh, dude? Yeah, right. And then we go to like the sidebar fine. I think it was yeah. it was it was Ned's idea. Yeah. And then finally we sit down and then the lady asks me, you know, we are our beers and she says, Would you want the small or the large? And I'm like, Oh, you know, give me the large. I think it's like a pint, you know? Yeah, and then you said <laughs> you said, All right, guys, I'm buying. I said, Cool, I'll take a large too. Fuck uh-huh. it. Yeah, and you know what's funny about it? She gives me the the receipt already before she pours it and it's like sixty two dollars. <laughs> oh fuck. And I was like, God damn. This is the most I ever paid for three beers. But then I see her, oh, yeah. she brings out these three gallon jugs Fuck. of fucking mugs and she fills them. And what did you, you got a Guinness, I right? got a Guinness, dude. Jeez. I, what, I don't remember what the fuck I got. I got a, I don't remember. Oh, but dude, you know what I did also? Hmm. Is that because like, because I knew it was expensive. When they, when they came out and I saw the size of those fuckers, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, dude, he had to pay a minute for like a grip for that. So I offered, I was like, you get any fucking shot you want from this oh, fucking yeah, thing. Yeah. And, and, but you declined, bro. You no, should have just give, taken it. I don't give a fuck. I was like, I just was just surprised. Like, goddamn, 60 bucks for three beers? But then when she brought it out, it was like four pints each. Yeah, I have like, a I have a picture of Ned and I drinking. And it doesn't do it justice. When you look at the picture, it doesn't look that big even. It doesn't, dude. But, it, yeah. And here's another thing. we I finished my pint in like, I shit you not, like five minutes, dude. Jesus. The beers are going down nice for me. Mm. And Guinness is not for everybody. I love me a fucking dark ale. I don't know if I could drink four pints of it off the rip, but I do uh, like it as well. Easy money for me, brother. Mm. Easy money. And then Ned was like, yeah, I can't finish mine. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it. And I took Ned's, dude. Yeah. 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 Thanks, Ned. Love you, brother. I know you listen to this. Cheers. So, cheers to you, brother. But, but yeah. To, to circle back to Big Trouble in Little China, one other behind the scenes thing is that we were going to have. The good brother, Pork Shop Express himself, Fuck Josh yes, Lassie. dude. He was going to be on this one, but uh, due to technical difficulties, uh, equipment issues, we couldn't get him on this one, which is a shame because I felt like it would have been the perfect episode for him to have been on. Fuck but yeah. we found another episode that hopefully he'll be on in a for later. Season you know. five. Yep. Stay mm-hmm. tuned for that. Shout out to the good brother, Josh Lassie. Love you, brother. Cheers. And I remember he texted me fucking saying like, man. 
the shout out that you gave him, brother, as the, the real pork chop express gave him a massive fat attack. Yeah, he dude. told me the same. He said he cracked the fuck up. I was like, yeah, yeah. I'm glad because yeah. I knew he would. Josh is uh, he he is the good brother. He yep. Yeah, yeah. Dude, and here's another thing that he said about the episode mm. is that because Josh and I used to be truck drivers, right? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So he he like very early in the episode when we say where. He's because he, he's talking into the thing. He's like, "Who the fuck is he talking to?" Mm-hmm. And he explained to me. He's like, "Oh, well, truck drivers they have that thing back in the day because they they talk to like." And yeah. He explained everything to me, and I was like, "Oh, okay. Well, I just dropped. I just drove a box truck, brother. Like I don't fucking <laughs> know, dude. You know? Yeah, it's the old CB radio. I think I mentioned that <laughs> he was talking to the CB radio out to the wild. But that's what Josh said. He's like, "Yeah, I was trying to." He's like, "I was yelling." He's talking to other truck drivers. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. Why didn't they just say that? Fuck. I don't know. It was a different time. Exactly, man. But yeah, Josh, can't wait to have you on the in an episode next season, brother. And when I see you one day, bro, because I believe you told me you'll be here in June. Yeah. So you fucking know I'm going to run up to you. I'm going to do a fucking massive jumping scissor kick, brother. Much. <laughs> oh, God. I love you, brother. Cheers. Bottoms up. Mm-hmm. Let's continue to the next film, brother, and that is Miracle and Cell number seven. And dude, I fucked up on this episode because I gave a shout out. Shout out to the good. I already we already gave a shout out to Liz. It is Liz. Mm-hmm. That's the, the beer you're drinking, brother. Yeah, that's the one I, I selected. Right? Yep. Uh, we do have some Moosehead Lager in the fridge that I'll be getting later. Mm-hmm. All right, but the thing is, I fucked up because when when I told her, I remember I met up with her when she gave me the beer. I said, "I'm going to give you a shout out. I'm going to give the uh, like all of you a shout out, man." Uh, the family's been so kind to me, man. And one person I forgot to give a shout-out to was her brother. That is also a listener, brother. That is Hansel Baeza, man. Shout-out to you, brother. Here's a swig. Cheers. Mm-hmm. There's a shout-out, Hansel. And I remember, we, we man, we've been talking since, fuck, episode two, the frailty episode, how much mm-hmm. he enjoys that one. And we've been trying to get him on this podcast, man. We're trying. We're fucking trying to fit in some room, man. It's not that simple, but trust me, brother, we're going to, f- we'll find some time, man. Because, go for it, brother. I was like, this movie was an interesting one, too, because I fucked up. I fucked up. <laughs> three uh, times, Zach. <laughs> yeah, three times. Because this is one week where I was like, I was a piece of shit because I waited too long, but I was also busy at work and stuff. So I think it was like Thursday night Yeah. before we were going to record, right? Yeah. So I I start watching it. I I get the Korean one, the original one, and I get about three quarters of the way through, and I'm texting. I'm like, "Man, you like this movie?" Like, I was like, <laughs> "I was like, don't, what did I say?" Like, the only thing I I enjoyed was the part when the one the fire. guy, yeah, the fire, and you're yeah. like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" And I'm like, "I'm watching this movie." You're like, "No, it's the it's." The- I asked you. I was like. Are you? I was like, are you watching the right one? And then I text you the poster uh-huh. of the one. I was like, uh-huh. are you watching this one? Yeah. And you're like, fuck me, dude. Yeah. So then I try to get it again, but then the one I find is the Indonesian or the Indian one. <laughs> yeah. And I start watching like 25 minutes of that one, and I'm like, this ain't. None of these people look like the poster. So yeah. so I'm like, did I fuck up again? So then I finally actually look up. Miracle on Cell number seven, Turkish. And then I finally find it. I remember I stayed up till like one o'clock that mor- like that night on a work yeah. night watching it. For me, that's lunchtime. But for you, like, fuck, dude. And then I was like, all right. Which it actually was a good exercise because the last, the Turkish one, I think was hands down the best version. Fuck yeah. Superb film, bro. Mm-hmm. 
I absolutely loved it. Um, the only gripe I did have about that film was, and here's the thing with a lot of the films, is that if you're going to give away the film based on the title of it, you should not be doing that, in my opinion. Yeah. If it's called Miracle, then it's a fucking miracle. Something's, like, crazy is going to happen. So, of course, like, let me to believe, like, yeah, you're not, he's not, Memo's not going to die. Yeah, but it was kind of a, like, this is a remake, mm-hmm. like, uh, from a different country, so it's already, like, the third remake. Mm-hmm. And if you watch the first one, the whole tone is different. It's almost kind of like, uh, what was that soccer movie? Uh, Shanghai or Shaolin monks? Not. Yeah, like, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, right? The, yeah, yeah. So it was like really funny, kind of. Mm-hmm. That's how like the tone of the the first one was. That's how I was like, "Fuck, you like this movie?" Because it was really weird, like very odd. Yeah, it was yeah. very like strange. I mean, I didn't hate it, but I definitely didn't love it. And then the Indian one that I saw, it it followed that same tone. And then the Turkish one took a 180. It was just, it was Serious. like, they're like, let's make a, a dark, serious version of this. But they kept the title. So maybe that's mm-hmm. why they, pro- they probably should have just named it something else. The Turkish one was the first one I ever watched. Uh-huh. I haven't even seen the, the Philippine one or Indian, whatever it is. And then Korean, whatever it is, the other one as well. So the first time I watched it, I was like, yeah, yeah, he's not going to die. It's called Miracle Solo Number 7 for a fucking mm-hmm. reason. Yeah. And shit like that, man. So yes. So uh if if I had a gripe on it, man, it would have almost been elite range. But fantastic film. Very much enjoyed it, man. Bottoms up to the entire Baeza family that includes Hansel and it is Liz and their wonderful mother who calls me Tachis. <laughs> Tachis. What are the Takis? She can't say Tiki. For whatever reason, brother. Cause me dachies, man. Mm-hmm. And we get into our fucking, uh, our Christmas episode, brother, yeah. which was jingle all the way. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, there, there's some things I got to say about this episode, but it's not until like afterwards that I have a story time and shit like that. Uh-huh. You know? But the thing about like uh, jingle all the way is that like, yeah, like we could have picked a grip of movies for it to be like Christmas and shit like that. Right. It would have been too fucking cliche to do the Christmas story or the Grinch. Or the Home Alone movies. I would have loved to have done the Home Alone movies, dude. Yeah. But the thing is, everybody's seen them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we went with Jingle all the way. And mm-hmm. I also felt it was, it was important to bring Arnie mm-hmm. into our fucking and podcast this universe. This is the perfect movie, right? <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, there was... And then the, the thing is that how fucking surprisingly fucking good it was for me, dude. Yeah. Because as a kid, I, I remember liking it. Yeah. But then, like, watching it, like, all these years later, I was like, fuck, this is still actually pretty fucking good. Yeah. I had, I had like, not that many qualms with it, man. And, like, to me, dude, like, Sinbad was so <laughs> fucking perfect in this movie. Good. Yeah, dude. he was, oh, my God. My dad loved this movie. And just, <laughs> as a kid, you know, I liked all the goofy kid parts. Yeah. But as an adult, I was laughing, especially with Sinbad in the post office. He's like, he's like, you know us dads, we're working all year, and then they fucking want us to do all this shit, and we can't do it. He's like yeah. flipping, and he chokes that lady, remember? <laughs> <laughs> and then when he gets to Rodney King. Rodney, <laughs> Rodney King. Fuck, dude. Like, there's some, like, legit humor in this fucking movie, dude. Like, no, because, like, when I was a kid and I watched it, I didn't really know what Rodney King was, mm-hmm. you know? So I was like, I would just like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. I was a little I'm, bit I'm, older, I'm, so. I'm, la- I'm laughing that he's getting stomped on. Yeah. You know? And then when you're old and you're like, damn. <laughs> like the, the dark comedy bits in this shit, dude. Yeah. You know? Fantastic film, man. I thought it was, like, for our podcast, I thought it was a fantastic fucking episode for us to review. Because I think uh, Jingle All The Way gets 
overlooked as far as like comedy films go, brother. And to and the thing I remember about this episode when we recorded, brother. So I'm gonna interrupt this episode for story time with Ticket, but let's do this shit, brother. Do it, man. Let's do it, man. And the thing is, I remember I told you about this, brother. I am a flawed person. Mm, who isn't? Uh, I know. But here's the thing, man. Is that at the end of every fucking episode, I say, be kind to one another. Uh-huh. Right? Yet, here I go doing shit like this. <laughs> All right? So the day we, re- or the night, I, say sh- I should say, we recorded this episode. Uh-huh. I went home and I passed out right away. And for me, dude, like going to sleep at 10 o'clock is a nap. That's not good for my sleeping pattern, dude. Because yeah. I work nights. To me, that would be like fucking going to sleep. Like, at what time for you, brother? Like, probably like fucking ten, six ten, or seven, dude. Ten in the You'll get it. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, early. So now I'm not going to be able to go to sleep, like, when it's time. Mm. Right. So at two o'clock, I get fucking hungry. Two in the morning. Keep mm. no mind. I get fucking hungry. Mm. So I go to Jack in the Box. Fucking, there's 30 cars there. They're probably like fucking, there's probably people drunk. Fucking yeah. trying to get tacos and shit like that. Eating with ranch and shit like that, right? <laughs> right? Which is bomb, by the way. <laughs> so I said, fuck this. Uh, yeah, yeah, what's in here, fucker? Again. Keep it in there, brother. Fuck this shit. We're going to keep, we're going to, yeah. we're going to freestyle this motherfucker. I'm going to keep rolling with it. All right. So my story is this, bro. And I remember telling you this story, dude. And you said it'd be a good idea to like bring it for the podcast. I was a little embarrassed, but fuck it. Because uh, like I said before. I do say remember to be kind to one another, but in yeah. this fucking, I, I was in no mood here. All right. So I woke up at fucking two in the morning. I'm hungry as shit. Went to Jack in the Box, all that good shit. Go to this fucking burrito place, like not far away from my house. Right. And so when I order, there's this fucking loud sound, dude, like around the corner from where the fucking, kind of this piece of shit that's driving, <laughs> similar yeah. to that. Yeah. So the guy, so I, I order, I get, I go, Adobada burrito. And he's like, what? I go, Adobada burrito. He's like, I can't hear you. And I go, Adobada burrito. Fuck, man. Like, like you know, I was already like that. I'm not, that's not me. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just, I'm, I'm mad because this fucking asshole from whatever the fuck like sound it is. And he's like, did you say Adobada burrito? I go, yes. He goes, pull around the corner. I'm like, all right. And then I go around and there's some guy whose motorcycle fucking died. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he's trying to start it over and over as I'm trying to fucking say my order. And stuff like that. So then I'm waiting for my fucking food. And then, of course, the guy's fucking motorcycle fucking starts going. But then it dies like right in front of me, dude. Uh-huh. Right? And I go, fuck, dude. So I go, this motherfucker better, like, fix this fucking problem before I get my fucking food. Mm-hmm. You know? And, of course, a fucking guy goes behind me. Like, in, in the in the drive-thru, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of trapped. So then, I was, so then I get my food. And I was like, hey, dude. Can you try to move it a little? Can you like like pedal it that way? And he's like, "No, dude, I I need help, man. Do you think you can help me?" I'm like, "Yeah, dude. Like, just just go a little around the corner, dude, so I can like get by. I'll park right over there and I'll help you out." And he's like, "Really, dude?" I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely, brother. Of course." And then he's like, "Thank you, man. Thank you so much, dude." And then he fucking tries to start again. He goes a little forward, and then he gives me enough space. And then I roll down the window, dude, and he's like, "Hey, are you gonna you're gonna help me?" Right? Yeah, dude. Just. I'm just going to park right over here. And I just kept on driving, brother. <laughs> Damn, I dude. just fucking That's kept on driving. That's some shit, dude. I was hungry as fuck. I was in no mood. <laughs> Had a couple beers in me probably. Should not have been driving. <laughs> I woke up from a nap. I just wanted my fucking food. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I feel horrible, man. Mm. So the gentleman in fucking Rigoberto's with a fucked up motorcycle at three in the morning. For who knows what fucking day. <laughs> 
that we recorded this episode out. My apologies. All right. But there's something I fucking realized, dude. Yeah. Is that in season one, we did Gone Girl. Mm-hmm. The whole shit with Wendy's. One apology, bitch. All right. Season two, I don't think anything. Season three, Ravenous, when we went to Denny's. Oh, and then they gave yeah, me my yeah. fucking sourdough. And they gave me sourdough, yeah. Yeah, and then they gave you sourdough immediately, which I'm still fucking wondering about that. <laughs> which, by the way, you went, like, not that long ago and fucking got more sourdough, yeah. huh? Yeah, I went back recently, and they still had it. Yeah, so what that tells me is stay my ass at home. Don't <laughs> order out. Don't get junk food. Stay home and just fucking eat whatever you want. Or fucking starve. Yeah. Like, in Beauty and the Beast, fucking starve. Remember that shit? <laughs> <laughs> like that Oddly I do Yes Yeah That shit would not have ha- Any of those fucking instances Would not have happened I just stayed home And fucking ate You know mm-hmm. yep. But yeah man I, I Again I'm, I'm so sorry Please be kind of one another Yeah <laughs> I am a flawed person Okay yeah. I remember to that. Remember to say please <laughs> <laughs> And then this leads us To the next episode Which is Little Miss Sunshine Brother And this is where We go back to the episode That was supposed to be Our Thanksgiving episode uh-huh. And we didn't fucking Do that one either Because mm-hmm. we swapped it out For this one Yep and the movie that we were going to do was Almost Heroes. Yes, it was Chris Farley's last movie. Uh-huh. But I love that movie because I think it's another one of his dumb, funny movies. You hated it. I fucking hated mm-hmm. it, bro. And yeah. the thing is, I love Chris Farley, dude. Yeah. I love them in Black Sheep. Fucking absolutely love them in Tommy Boy. Yep. Love them in SNL. <laughs> and then when we were trying to like start, because I began writing for it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then when that happened, Matthew Perry died. Yep. So I thought that was a sign. All right, let's do this shit, right? Uh-huh. And then I rewatched it, and the fucking film was shit, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to be real with it. I fucking hated the movie, dude. Yeah, I mean, it's not a great film. It's not uh, one that's going to receive any awards. But yeah. I, I think it's, for me, uh, Chris Farley movies go Tommy Boy number one. Mm-hmm. Uh What's the next one? Black, Black Sheep? Sheep is number mm-hmm. two. Then I have Almost Heroes. Then I think after that, we start getting into, you know, three. Or Beverly Hills Beverly Ninja. Hills Ninjas. Yeah. Or, I was just like three ninjas, but yeah. Dude, and then, like, the thing about what I liked about Chris Farley, too, is that, like, his shit in SNL was legendary, too. Uh-huh. Because when I, when I watched Almost Heroes, I was like, ah, oh, dude, this movie fucking sucks. So I'm going to go out of my way and check out some of this shit on SNL. Mm. And thankfully, we have YouTube now. Yeah. So I can go back and watch that shit. And dude, I watched that one skit where he's given Folgers. He thinks it's coffee. Oh, he yeah. thinks it's Folgers. And he has he goes completely ape shit. <laughs> that shit had me fucking laughing so hard, bro. I love it. That fucking ugly ass fucking turquoise fucking jacket that he's wearing. Yep. His meltdown. Uh Chris Farley's a fucking legend, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Little Miss Sunshine, though, is a fucking fantastic film. A dark comedy film that blends the fucking dark comedy with dramatics. A fucking excellent cast. Mm-hmm. I absolutely fucking love this movie. Uh, I did tell the story that my sister got it for me when she was out in Minnesota. And it's in my collection. I, absolutely, I, thought, I thought it was a good fucking like, movie for us to review, man. To kind of like, because like a lot, if you realize, bro, a lot of these movies, we kind of lightened up a bit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. right? There, were, there weren't as many fucking depressing dark ones mm-hmm. as there usually is mm-hmm. so i thought little miss sunshine even though it's there are some moments in it where they're dark at least has the dramatics for it to like to make it funny yeah in some way yeah and shit but yeah anything else to add on it before we went to the next one Bill? no i enjoyed it i like i said it was my mom's favorite movie 
Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it all the way through, I don't think. I've seen big chunks of it. And then when I, we finally watched it, I enjoyed it. Yeah. It wasn't bad. Um, I do like Steve Carell. I just recently started watching Dan in Real Life again. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I really like that one. That one's a good one. Yeah. And shout out to fucking Sonia Macias, Sonia Blade, as mm-hmm. I like to call her, um, for the free beer that she gave us from Pizza yes. Port, man. Yep. This fucking is... anytime we get free beer, man, much love to you, the family. Uh, and I do have a 24-pack of a beer that you wanted from an unknown fucking brewery that I work for, <laughs> that we work for, right, brother? Yeah, the unknown brewery. It is in my trunk, mm-hmm. and it's it literally has a sign that says Sonia Blade. Mm. Okay, so thank you for being a listener, Sonia. Much love to you and the family. Cheers. All right, getting to the next one is The Man From Nowhere. Shout out to good brother Ivan, man. Ivan yeah. Lopez, bro. Mm-hmm. He told me about this movie... Well, the thing is, like, I had already, uh, I had this movie queued up on Netflix for fucking years, man. And I just never went out of my way to check it out. And we did last season, the season before, we did the episode for Barfly. Uh, we gave him a shout out and we told a funny story. Mm-hmm. And then he, he would message, he does go out of his way and message me from time to time about how we're doing and shit like that. He's 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 been a listener from us for, from the beginning, man. So yeah. shout out to fucking Ivan, man. Cheers. Uh, and he said, hey, if you don't mind, like, please go out of your way and check out The Man From Nowhere. And like I just mentioned, like, I've had it queued up for a long fucking time. I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going I'm to watch this fucking movie. I even, I even texted him a picture of the fucking, that I was watching it, dude. Mm. And I was not disappointed, man. This movie was fucking so badass, dude. It was such a kick-ass film, dude. Um, you watch it in like the, did you watch it in the American dub version or because so, your version, cause I remember when we recorded it yeah, uh, and it was, then afterwards we watched it, like not, we didn't rewatch the entire movie, but uh-huh. we rewatched the mo- the parts where it was like, there's Americanized shit in it. Yeah. So the version I watched was, uh, it was, I think that was just like the version that was released on Blu-ray, right? Well, I guess I can't say that for sure, but yeah, the differences in this one was that uh what was the guy's name the uh Ramrawan. Ramrawan, yes in the version i watched he spoke in english mm-hmm. which was strange because i thought his lips matched what he was saying in english but mm-hmm. i don't know you and i watched it and we were like hemming and hawing but i think overall the movies were similar but for me it's not really my type of movie i do like like action movies kind of like john wick and stuff but yeah this one i don't know it's just I know I gave it kind of a lower score, like a 6.5, I think, or a 6, but I'm pretty sure I gave it a 6.5. So it was a little bit uh, lower scored for me just because it wasn't my type of movie. I don't think it was a bad movie at all. I, I did enjoy it. I don't know if I'd go back and watch it again just because it's not my cup of tea, but yeah. Yeah, but I absolutely loved it, man. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, like, well, you guys all know how I am with like fucking, uh, not just like Asian films, Korean and shit like that, yeah, but yeah. just foreign films in general. Mm-hmm. Um, The thing is like with me, like, I think there is a dub version of this one. Mm-hmm. Don't ever watch the dub version. Just watch like what it is and then read the subtitles. Yeah, you shouldn't watch dub versions in general. But yeah, I loved the fuck the man from nowhere. Uh there were some qualms I did have with it. Like there was some like like uh the, you know the part that we mentioned was that like uh he fucking sees the kid go into the car and then he fucking goes through the glass and shit. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. the the fucking car takes off and shit. And then fucking finds it like fucking like, <laughs> like no that like come on yeah the guy fucking shooting into the bulletproof fucking 
Car. Car. Move, you fucking moron. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. Even now, you you and I still have qualms about that shit. Yep. Yep. Even some opinions. But overall, man, it was such a fucking great film, man. Mm. I loved it. Uh, not quite elite range, but a fucking sick film for us to review nonetheless, man. So, bottoms up to good brother Ivan. Cheers. And also to his lady, April. Thank you guys so much for being listeners, man. Yeah. Travel the world more. Please. Mm-hmm. By the way, brother, I am drinking a Moosehead Lager now. Oh uh, yes, yes. I was I was torn between Moosehead and this Fall Brewing because I like Fall Brewing, but that Moosehead was pretty good too. But yeah. um, I think the other night I got a little too drunk. Drink. I dipped into the <laughs> podcast reserve, and then I was like, you know what? Let me go replenish. And then when I was there, I was like, you know, let me. I'll go with the Fall Brewing. Yeah. So it was kind of like a, a coin toss on that. Hey, one. now you're forgetting <laughs> the brandy that you had with it, dude. Oh yeah. Well. <laughs> I said I was fucked up. (laughs) He's fucked up. Yeah. He is, brother. (laughs) And then it leads us now, bro, to the next episode, which was one of my favorite episodes we ever recorded. was Wayne's World, brother. And then you and I, dude, we, for months. Yes. We we planned this one. Uh Uh-huh. We had a difference of opinions. Yep. For my own selfish reasons, Mm. I fucking, I needed you on here, brother. Yes. For my own selfish reasons. This one was my brainchild. The to have Castro and you is the shout out to the good brother fucking Jose Castro. Shout out, cheers, man. I love you, brother. That was my idea, and my reasoning behind this was because a couple years ago, I remember we went to a bar. Yeah, uh, it was you, Castro, and I. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you and Castro brought up this movie, and you quoted it word for word. Pretty much for like an hour and a half. And I remember me and somebody else, we were kind of in awe. We were just kind yeah. of sitting back and, and, and enjoying it because it was pretty spectacular to see. So my thought process was, first of all, I wanted it just to be like a kind of a bit and we're like, Cash would just quietly replace me. Kind of like uh, if you guys, any fans of The Office out there with Asian Jim, uh, you don't know what I'm talking about. No, but I it, don't. It's It's... It's. I wanted it to kind of be like that, where he's just in there, and you're just supposed to kind of believe that it's me, kind of. But, <laughs> but anyways, no. Um, the reason why I wanted him or you and him on this podcast episode is because you, your guys' chemistry was great. I do not love Wayne's World like you do. I've only ever seen it three times. I did see it when I was a kid, uh, but I never loved it. I didn't watch it a million times, and then I watched it again maybe 10, 15 years ago. And, you know, I didn't dislike it, but, you know, again, I didn't watch it every year since, and then I watched it again for this episode. Yeah. And I was like, "Uh, if I'm on this podcast, we do the traditional format, it's just going to be me saying, yeah, Mm -hmm. (laughs) mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because you and and my my thoughts were correct. You guys had ultimate chemistry on that. It was great. Thank you, man. Back and forth. It was more natural. I think you and him just did, like, a better job, and I enjoyed editing it. Because I don't love this part of the talking. I'm not like a talker. I'm more of like a behind-the-scenes editor. I enjoy that part. So it was fun. I was over here the whole time cracking up. It, the hardest part was me stifling my laughs to not yeah. get in there. Yeah. Dude, you were to my laugh fucking... Cracking up, I, yeah. Yeah, I would look over at you and like we would like talk about... And here's another thing, man. Uh-huh. The behind-the-scenes shit, man. Is in this episode, Castro tells a story... Of our good brother, shout out to the good brother Cole Martin, man. Uh-huh. Right, and the thing is, like, he told a story 
about fucking wearing thongs and shit like that, dude, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Which to me, dude, like the chemistry comes out from this shit because like he did not tell me in advance that he was going to tell this story, dude. Yeah. Right? So I was like in the middle of the recording, I was like, fuck, we're really doing this shit? Mm-hmm. Like in my in my head, I'm saying this shit. I was like, dude, we're, we're really telling this story. But to add to the fucking episode, if it, it makes you guys go out of your way to watch more, is that the behind the scenes shit was that because the story was that our supervisor said, hey, don't you fucking hate it when you wear your, your lady's thong and she complains about it? And then fucking Castro, like, he told the story and he fucking says, oh, yeah, it's like, dude, I've never done this shit. Yeah. And then I walked in, right? Mm-hmm. And then they told me the question. So here, here's, like, the behind-the-scenes shit. So you you know how it is, brother. Like the job we used to have, yeah. that grueling fucking picking yep. up all those kegs, picking <laughs> up, all those, right? Yep. You don't have time to be on your phone and shit. Yep. You fucking, you go, you go, you go until you fucking finish your job, right? Mm-hmm. So I remember I had my phone in my locker and I see a text from our supervisor, Cole. And it says, come see me in my office. <laughs> I thought, I think it's like fucking like serious as shit, you know? Uh-huh. And so I walk in right when he says that. And then Castro's right there. He's like, oh, great. You're here. He's like, Tiki, don't you fucking hate it when you wear your thong, your lady's thong, and she fucking, like, fucking starts talking shit to you about it? I'm like, what the fuck? No. Yeah. Like, am I am, am I supposed to? Yep. And that was, like, my initial reaction issue because I was like, dude, I didn't, I had no idea Castro was going to tell this story. I mean, he put it in a good point. It was the, the part in Wade's world when he was like, don't you like... Uh, what's her name? Uh, Cassandra? Or no, remember he's talking, the cartoon. He's like, did you ever think that? Oh, oh Bugs Bunny. Oh, his book. There you go. I was gonna say uh, Daffy Duck, but no, but when Bugs Bunny dressed up like a woman, don't you find her attractive? Yeah. He's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, me neither. Just, just asking. And she, exactly, bro. So it it was a fucking episode. I absolutely fucking loved, man. Yeah. It was so fun recording. It is mm-hmm. one of our lengthy work, yeah. lengthier episodes. That one, that one went out of hand, but it was, I encouraged it because it was just, that one's just smooth. Yeah. Dude. And then I remember we would take breaks, right? Mm-hmm. And I would look at I, I and I go like, oh, I'm sorry, bro. I think this one's going to be long. And yeah. I remember you saying, fuck it. Just keep going, dude. Yeah. I got pretty drunk too, <laughs> but I mean, it, it, it was a fun one. I enjoyed that one. Yeah, dude. And then. I'm going to pause it really quick for story time with Tiki, but let's do this shit. Do it. Because Castro and I, we've known each other for fucking like 20 years, uh-huh. right? So there's a lot of stories I can't tell, but fuck it, I'll tell this one, all right? And I had the best seat in the house for this shit, man. A couple people were there. Shout out to the good brother, Quantasico Martinez. I love you, brother. Cheers. Probably listen to this and shit, all right? But I remember in high school, man, we were, uh, I we were, it was lunchtime. And I was on the ground, dude, fucking copying homework for the next class we're about to do, mm-hmm. right? So I'm, I'm, I'm copying Castro's fucking homework, right? And then all I hear is fucking like steps, you know, like do 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 like that. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is that? So I look at my left, dude, and there's this girl who I guess she was like running, uh-huh. right? And she stumbled over her feet, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. And she fucking fell down. She slid, dude, and she slid right in front of me, dude. Like, and I had the best seat in the house. I didn't say shit. And then fucking Castro just goes, save! Like that, dude. He even does the fucking, like, the umpire shit in baseball. If you guys watch baseball, he does the whole safe thing with his hands, dude. Uh And we're fuck all of us there, we were fucking cracking the fuck up. And then poor girl, she got up and cried and ran away. I'm so fucking sorry. But here's the thing. Castro, if you're listening to this, brother, like, fucking tell me. 
Because the way I remembering is kind of weird because like I remember him saying safe and he does the whole thing and then she takes off running. And I remember him saying, you, you're fucking out, man. You're out. But I don't know who the fuck he was saying that to. Mm, I don't know. I wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, you weren't there. <laughs> so, Castro, if you're listening, brother, fucking let me, let me know. Because <laughs> I, I was too busy fucking laughing for that shit, yeah, man. Uh-huh. But again, man, Wayne's World was one of my favorite episodes we've ever done. Mm-mm. You're right, brother. The, like When I went back and like heard the episode, the chemistry was there. Yeah. I loved it. It's one of my favorite films of all time. Uh-huh. Uh Castro, I love you, brother. That's all I got to say about that, man. There could have only been one brother that could have joined me for that episode, man. Mm-hmm. So, bottoms up. Cheers. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get another beer right here, brother. Yeah, go for you it. want to get into the Inception episode, man. Yes, Inception. So, the Inception episode, man, ended up being our lengthiest episode yes. ever, man. Yep. You had to do some editing tricking for that one, right, brother? Yeah, <laughs> because... this was the... So, when we first started out our episodes, I would do them... At like pretty high quality because it was only like 30 45 minutes but then once you started hitting the hour plus i had to do a lot of like um compression uh codecs and stuff to get it down and this is the first time where the best quality codec uh to shrink it down without losing too much quality it was still too big because the, the <laughs> file limit was only 200, I think, megabytes. And normally ours are about, like, between 100 and 150. This one was, like, this was, like, 201. Fuck. So I had to drop it down a little bit in quantity. I, I still think it sounds great. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I had to drop it down. Bro, I know we were in deep shit, dude, when, like, I got into, like, the first dream. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, an hour 10 in. I go, fuck, dude, this is going to be fucking close to two hours. Yeah. So, like, I, I knew that this episode was going to be long just because of how complex it is. Uh-huh. So, that's why I suggested, hey, dude, when when I say you know, let's just fucking go right into it like that, dude. Uh-huh. And if we didn't, dude, they would have been fucking, like, two and a fucking half, maybe, Yeah, dude. probably, yeah. You know? So, that's why I... <laughs> so, if any of you that checked out the Inception episode, tell the plot points. I said, all right, you know, brother, fuck it. Let's do this shit like that, dude. Mm-hmm. That's the reason why. And I still had to fit in a shout out and story time and all that shit because the only reason we did this movie was for my sister. Yep. Right. And then yeah, of course, like I've known her her whole life, so I had to tell at least one story uh-huh. and shit like I mean, that. This man. is one of the ones that was the, I think the most polarizing we ever did because you gave it almost a perfect score, and then I I pretty much panned it. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it's nothing personal. I just I held off on watching this movie just because it was so blown out of proportion mm-hmm. for me. When I finally sat down and watched it, I wasn't confused. I'm not trying to toot my own horn and say that I'm smart because I'm not a smart man. You are, bro. Um, yeah, but uh, <laughs> well, I'll take that. I wanted. I'm. I'm modest. Let's put it that way. I'm not gonna. I'm. There, I'm smart in some parts. Humble. I'm smart in some parts. Not very smart in other parts. But this movie it didn't really confuse me. It was just. It was. I don't know. Maybe if I go back and watch it, I'll, I'll raise it a little bit. But it mm. wasn't one of my favorites. Uh, the thing for me, dude, is because when you get the acting, the mm-hmm. soundtrack, yeah, the story, the complex, the complexion of everything, yes. To me, I just and then again, I watched it when it came out. Mm-hmm. So if, yeah, for its time, I thought it was a superb film. Fucking loved it, Leonardo DiCaprio, the cast, everything. But here's another thing, bro, is that you, because when we when we stopped recording mm-hmm. you told me that you felt that the cast wasn't like utilized correctly 
in my video. Yeah. Remember that? Which I completely disagree because I thought they all did their job wonderfully except for fucking Peter Browning. I think it was an all-star cast, man, but I just don't think they all brought their A-game. Or not even... Mm-hmm. I, I guess the best way to describe this in, in a way that makes sense is in one of our later movies where I bring up the point that they can pretend away, but they just don't have the warmth. Mm-hmm. So I... They're hitting all the notes. They're doing all the things that they need to do, but I don't feel the warmth behind it. Mm-hmm. I just, I just didn't get that. I don't know, man. It's yeah, just... I completely disagree, bro. Because I, I thought that all of them did exceptional as far as their characters go. Like, if you get a forger like mm-hmm. Tom Hardy's character does, he did that in different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are correct as far as the, when when Arthur's character when they say like if he's Leo's right hand man, uh-huh. then how the fuck did he not know about ser- researching the militarized subconscious? Yes. You're totally right about that. But I still think he did a fucking masterful job a- as it he was. I don't know. I you know, guess. I I very much I thought like my my one flaw about the film, and then you and I both agreed is that when the the car or the excuse me the van is dropping mm-hmm. with the whole time and bullshit, and that's even being generous. It's like okay, <laughs> come on, let, let's be fucking real here. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. Then I'll give it that. So that's why it can't be a perfect film and stuff like that. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it's kind of like this is over ten years later. I think I feel like he he was trying to make this film kind of like a Matrix type mm-hmm. film. Which I thought the Matrix was great. The original one, it was amazing. Um, it wasn't explained overly, so we had a lot of questions in the way it ended. Um, the sequels to the Matrix, I do not love. I think they're forgettable. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, I've only seen the first one, as a matter of fact, because I I just knew I wasn't gonna top the first one. Yeah, the other yeah. So yeah. I kind of feel like this film Inception was kind of trying to capture that magic of that first Matrix film with their own kind of quirky you know, rules and stuff, but mm-hmm. I just didn't think they hit the mark. If you gave me the option to watch mm-hmm. the the Matrix or Inception, I'm taking Inception all day, every oh, I would, day. No I would problem, choose bro. Matrix no. every day and no twice way. on Sundays. No, I can't. <laughs> Complete opposite, brother. Yeah. Uh, and it proves otherwise with your with your ranking, brother. Yeah. But Inception, fantastic film. I love it. One of my favorite films of all time. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's top five, certainly top ten in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And nowhere near yours. Yes. <laughs> and then also you you rank the beer shit too. <laughs> yeah, what the are Lost we Cities, dude, my oh, stopping Lost... grounds, dude. The well, Lost it's, Cities. It's dude. IPA, right? I think yeah, the, so the best rating IPA I think was uh what was it? Uh um Eternal Sunshine. Remember the Mind Haze? You hated it. You hated it? Sh- that was shit. And I I think I gave it like a three point five or something, right? So <laughs> did you dude? I g I just minded and I hate IPA, so I mean don't judge don't don't take my word for IPA. If I do remember correctly, bro, maybe this is why. Mm-hmm. So to come in full circle here, like the, the your ranking on Inception was skewed because you didn't watch it mm-hmm. during the time, right? Mm-hmm. When we did Eternal Sunshine, we, I think we did it back to back. So I was still a little hungover, and then I had the mind haze, and I said, "Fuck this, dude." I thought the mind haze was pretty smooth for an IPA. That's why I gave it such a high rating for me, which I think was like a three or three. Dog shit! I hated that. Fucking yeah, thing. yeah, I know you. You made it very, very well known. <laughs> Bottoms up, man, to fucking Christopher Nolan. He is a fantastic director. Not one of your favorites, but certainly one of, if not my favorites, man. Cheers. Cheers. Mm-hmm. Now we're getting to our finale, man, and this was the depressing 
the heartbreaking, the devastating, yet beautifully crafted Dear Zachary Man. Mm. To those of you who went out of your way to watch this uh, film, uh, if you heard our podcast first and made you want to go watch it, please let me know because, fuck, dude, this movie was an absolute gut punch, man. Yes. As melancholic as it gets, man. Uh, it has its moments of de- of depression, but then you have your you're like, oh shit, yes, they have custody now, mm-hmm. and then just horrible. And then to make it worse is that this happened in real life. Now I'll say this, brother. Let's use Requiem for a Dream as an example. Yeah, Requiem for a Dream is one of my favorite films of all time. I gave it a ten out of ten. Mm-hmm. All right, it is depressing as shit, but I'm gonna rewatch it because I know it's not real. Dear Zachary. Is a fucking. I gave it a nine and a half out of ten, I believe, and I can't watch it because it's very fucking real. Yeah, because it deals with real life shit. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a film that I to I warned you guys. You fucking get your get your tissues, get your clinks right. You're going into a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. Um, and again, dude, and I remember telling myself the first time I watched it, I will not watch this movie again. Not knowing that I was gonna do a podcast. Yep. And then when it did happen, I go, fuck, I'm gonna watch I'm gonna get reacquainted and watch it again. And then I'm gonna watch it another time with notes. And it was just so fucking heartbreaking the first time, second, and third. And I don't believe I'll ever rewatch it again, bro. It was yeah. like, cause I, I'm just I'm not gonna go like imagine this. Oh, I'm having a good fucking day. Oh yeah, I'm gonna put on Dear Zachary. No, like <laughs> yeah, who the fuck is gonna say? You're having a bad day. You probably wouldn't want to watch <laughs> exactly. that one. Exactly. But uh, yeah, I remember. Um, I saw this movie a long time ago too. And then when you first brought it up to me, you're like, "We should do a documentary." Because I don't, I know we've been wanting to do a documentary. Mm-hmm. We we haven't yet. You're like, "What about this one, Dear Zachary?" And it had been such a long time. I didn't know what it was. And then you're like, "Yeah." Um, it's the one where, you know, this guy, he gets killed and then she gets pregnant with his baby before in the, and I was like, oh yeah, I saw that one. I saw that one a long time ago. And that's when we were like, okay, let's do that one. Cause we had both had seen it. Mm-hmm. And then I rewatched it again, um, for this podcast. And it was exactly how I remembered it. It's not a movie that I want to watch again or a documentary that I want to watch again, but I think it was, um, a very well done documentary. The story was interesting, if not horrible, mm-hmm. but it was crafted well. And very well, man. Yeah. I, man, I have like uh, nothing bad to say about it. The one thing, like I just mentioned, is that, yeah, too depressing for a second viewing. Um, if, like, even if you go out of your way and check out the trailer, you're, if you read the comments, like it's like fucking a hundred percent. Everybody's gonna say, like, "Oh man, I this shit like fucking broke my heart," mm. and it exactly is. This is the saddest, most depressing documentary I've ever fucking seen. And it's also probably the best one I've ever seen because they did such a wonderful job of storytelling in this man. Yeah, and storytelling, especially in a documentary, is the most vital part of it. And I think the reason that was is because the guy doing the documentary, Kurt. Kurt Kenny, yeah. Yeah, he had such a connection with Andrew Bagby. It's kind of like his magnum opus, right? It'd be mm-hmm. like um, you and Castro, if, if one of you passed away and you had to make a documentary about one or each other's life, it wouldn't be bad, right? Because you would have so much knowledge behind it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in a lot of documentaries, we don't really have that kind of connection between mm-hmm. the director 
am the subject. The subject, yeah. Yeah, so that's kind of why this is like a lightning in a bottle for this one. It's a depressing story, but it's done so well because there's so much heart behind it. Mm-hmm. And the hard work that he had to do to travel. Yeah. He didn't just have to fucking go down the street for everything. Like, fuck, he had to go to California. Well, it took him quite a while too, yeah, right? It Cause... took him like years, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he, he didn't just fucking go down the street. He had to go to California. He had to go mm-hmm. to St. Louis. Mm-hmm. He had to go to New York. He had to go to Newfoundland in Canada. He had to go to England for fuck's sake, across yeah. the pond. Yep. In order for this, you know, and just the dedication it took for him to tell the story was just amazingly done well. Mm-hmm. And I can't say enough good things about it. Yeah, it's so tragic. Um I I I will donate to it. I, I know I visited <laughs> I visited the page and yeah. I said, Oh, I didn't do it the first time because I wanted to just go to Dave and Kate, but uh-huh. I will be donating. I will let y'all know when I do do that. So my heart goes out to everybody involved in this, except for Shirley Turner's bitch ass. Bottoms up, brother. Cheers. Mm-hmm. And that was our season. But mm-hmm. before we do, we're going to let you all know what to look forward to in season five. Danny and I have already, we already know exactly, exactly what fucking films we're going to do. Uh-huh. All 12 of them. Yep. But before we do... It's time, brother, for that fucking giveaway. And like I mentioned before, I'm feeling saucy, brother. Yeah. We're going to do two giveaways. So I have a list right here of every single person that I know personally that has at least listened to one episode. And I have them all right here. There are over 115, to be exact, 117 nice. people. Yeah. Thank you guys all so much. 117 people mm-hmm. that I personally know yep. that have done this, that listened to at least one. And that doesn't include the people that I know personally that are in Ireland, Australia, you know, all those. What, what countries were they from, brother? They, they, they listened oh, to Oh, yeah, there were so many, huh? Yeah. Uh, I think Ireland was a shocker. Ireland, me. England, Australia. <laughs> Malaysia, was that one of them? Man. I don't, there was a lot. I, I don't know how the fuck they There was 23 countries. Yeah. That, that's probably about uh, 22 more than I can name. Mexico, <laughs> I can probably explain because, like, uh, my family, I got... Mm. Family and aunts and all that, but like all our episodes are in English. They don't know a lick of fucking English, dude. So yeah. I, I don't know. Fuck no. Mm-hmm. But yes, brother, 117 people. And I did exclude the people that uh, I've already won. So sorry to Pablo Urbina. Shout out to you, brother. I love you. And to my dear friend, Danielle C. Lord, aka Turd Ferguson. Hope you're enjoying the brews I got you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, we're going to do our random number generator here. Yeah. So I guess we'll get the drum roll for the first winner here. Handle then, it, brother. Handle it. That'll be number 72. And number and number 72 is none other than fucking Jason Lawson. Fucking asshole. Here it is, brother. Okay. Fucking ass. Hey, bro. If you don't mind, dude, I'm going to interrupt. Story time would take you, brother, for a second time. Let's do this shit, brother. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. The day I met fucking Jason. All right, is that a certain somebody, unnamed person, right? Number one. There's so many, I don't even know. <laughs> All right, so we were at the fucking Bowling Tavern, dude. Oh, and nice. And the mall, do you remember? Have yeah, you yeah, there? I went there, I think, twice. Oh, did you? Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. For every, almost every UFC event, we were there. Mm-hmm. It was sardine-packed. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember what fight we went to go see. But unnamed person fucking was my right over there and took off without paying dude and fucking left me there dude so i'm pissed bro 
So the guy, I paid for my shit. So mm-hmm. the guy says, "Oh, we're, we're the we're those fucking assholes that were with you that fucking left without paying." And I said, "I don't fucking know, dude. Like I paid for my shit." So we're fucking arguing and shit. So I'm heated, brother, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking shit to this fucking guy all because this fucking asshole fucking left me, <laughs> right? Yeah. And he was my ride yep. to this shit, dude. And then I'm fucking just, I'm like, whatever, I'm fucking heated. And this guy comes up to me and he goes, hey, man, like, uh, you look familiar. He's, uh, you're, uh, do you know Alex Runhell? Uh, no shout out to him because he's a cowboy fan. Fuck him. <clears throat> I'm just going to say that. And I go, yeah, dude. I go, how the fuck do you know that? He's he's married to my cousin, Liz Terrazas. Shout out kind of to Liz, my cousin Elizabeth. They're good Christian souls. They don't listen to us, brother. Mm-hmm. Well, understandable. <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, how do you know them? And he goes, hey, that's my boy, man. Like He's like one of my best friends ever. And I was like, oh, dude, well, fuck. Dude, what's up? You know? And then I go, let's have a beer. You know? And then we had a beer. And he goes, hey, man, I'm, this place is about to close. Do you want to go to the North Bar? <laughs> and I go, yeah, fuck it. Let's go. And I'm like, and I'm explaining to him, like, hey, dude, my, uh, I was about to say who it was, but this piece of shit person fucking left me hanging, yeah. dude, and left without paying, so I don't have a ride. Yeah. And he's like, fuck it. I'll take you over. Uh-huh. We go to the North Bar, dude, and sure enough, that piece of shit is right there, dude. <laughs> and so I go confront him. I go, you piece of shit. You left me without fucking paying and everything, dude. It was bullshit. But mm. that's how we how Jason Lawson and I met, dude. Yeah. That was awesome. He is a listener, obviously. That's why we had him on the list. Uh-huh. And the one thing I got to say about Jason is that he messaged me saying for us to review Star Wars. Mm. And I said, no, absolutely fucking not. Because Star Wars, everybody's known that shit. That goes against everything from our podcast. Yeah. Right, brother? Yeah, yeah. And then he go, he called me a little bitch. And I said, and I said, tell you what, Jason. We'll be reviewing the Star Wars films when the stormtroopers start fucking hitting people. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So never. All right. So bottom but Jason, I'll be hitting up soon. You'll be getting your shirt. You'll be getting uh, a mug. Bottoms up, brother. Thank you so much for being a listener, man. Cheers. Fox right. Star Wars, the most overrated franchise ever, brother. Yeah, I I'm am. feeling saucy, brother. Let's call out another fucking number right here. I will say I do not like Star Wars as well. Oh, but nice. also let's go on to the next one. So drum roll. Uh, and the number is 103. And 103 goes to my good brother, Greg Cruz, who doesn't even fucking drink, brother. Holy shit. Bottoms up, Greg. Uh, when you get this fucking mug we're about to give you, you make sure you put your fucking protein shake in it. Greg is a fucking influencer, dude. And one mm-hmm. thing, I don't know if you remember, I don't remember what episode we did, but I brought him up briefly. We gave him a shout out. Uh-huh. Is it him and I? We went to Thailand, brother. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we went to Thailand. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, hey, what happens in Thailand stays in Thailand, brother. I can dig it. One thing I'll say about this, man, is that jet lag is real, man. Yeah, of course. Jet, uh, yeah, okay. So mm-hmm. imagine being in a plane for 12 hours. You're in a different time zone. You get to your piece of shit hotel, which we didn't fucking mind because we were just there to sleep, mm-hmm. right? And I remember we were so fucking sleep deprived that uh, there was like the hotel we were at, there was like construction being fucking made. There's a loud noise and it kept waking us up. Yeah. And I knew I was fucked up when I started like like complaining in Spanish, dude. <laughs> yeah. 
So I, I remember yelling, I remember, Cállate! Like, to, every, to the fucking guy. Obviously, he doesn't know Spanish. Yeah. And then it kept on going, and I was like, it's like I'm at a speto. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember just going back to bed. I remember fucking him telling me, he's like, dude, do you remember saying that shit? I'm like, like not really, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then we embarked on Thailand. It was a fucking great time. Uh, we also saw a person, like, I don't mean talk shit or anything, but like that, man, there was this like really heavy lady, uh-huh. right? So Greg and I were in a taxi, and there was this like really heavy lady, because in Thailand, dude, we were in Bangkok, right? Mm-hmm. And you could like rent motorcycles and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So this like really heavy lady, dude, like she was heavy. I think they're they're BBWs. That's a big beautiful woman. Exactly, but like that, <laughs> but like times it by two, if you want to do that, because she was big, right? <laughs> so she had she was driving or riding this fucking like motorcycle basically, uh-huh. and she she clearly she doesn't know what the fuck she's doing. And we're in this taxi and we see her fucking driving and she crashed into a fucking fruit stand, dude. Right? And poor lady, she tried to get up, but like with all that weight, dude, she's going to go down. <laughs> and then so we're kind of like trying not to laugh because yeah. there's a fucking, there's our taxi driver's right there with us. Uh-huh. And the taxi driver goes, he he, she too big. <laughs> 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 Amongst the fucking million things I can talk about Thailand, we will say not happened. <laughs> fucking that's between Greg and I. Greg, I will be reaching out to you, brother. I love you. You already know that. I don't gotta say that. Much love to you. Much love to the family. Everybody, and keep doing exactly what you're doing, brother. You influence so many people in your life, and just continue to do that, brother. Much love to you. Bottoms up. That I know you're not going to take a, a sip of alcohol. Cheers. All right, man, and that is. Our fucking season, but to kind of get you guys into what we're to look for in season five is this is how the format's going to go. Danny and I've got there's going to be no recommendations in this in this season. Danny picks six films. I pick six films and we're just going to fucking go like that. Yep. A lot of them are not really exactly underrated. Yep. And we're just going to do whatever the fuck we want to do. Yep. So like we've done a lot for you guys. Thank you guys so much. But I guarantee you. There are going to be films here that are going to be fucking kick-ass, all right? Mm-hmm. And sorry, brother, but you're going to have to li- uh, watch four foreign films, all right? That's fine. Right? <laughs> I know, because I know we've already discussed our list and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. I got to say, dude, your list is fucking they're nothing but bangers, brother. Yeah. Because I know that the list that I compiled, there's some that you're going to be like, fuck, I don't know, man. But <laughs> no. your, your six movies are fucking bangers, dog. Yeah. I'm just going to say it like that, dude. And please... Join us for our fucking season five uh, beginning next week. Uh, remember to be kind when I don't be a piece of shit like me. Help a motherfucker out. If someone has a motorcycle that's broken, don't just keep on driving. Mm-hmm. All right. Much love to you. Cheers to you, brother. Cheers. To another season five that we're about to fucking do. Another season. Another season, man. Thank you all so much for joining us for four seasons now man I, I can't believe how fucking great it's been a year it's been like yeah our expectations have already exceeded and we're just gonna keep on going so bottoms up much love to all of you man much love peace Mwah! see you later
Thank you for sticking with us to the very end. Please join us next week as we welcome Season 5 with one of the greatest Western films of all time. And that movie is... Tombstone. A film directed by George Cosmatos. Please do yourself a favor and watch this film and then join us for the discussion portion of the show. Love to all, and bottoms up.